Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. It all massively helps out. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story is titled Girlfriend 24 Female Wanted a Break of Three Weeks from Me 24 Male After Eight Years Together. One Week Left. Until two weeks ago, my girlfriend and I had what I considered a strong relationship. We were first love high school sweethearts that made it through essentially six years of long distance. Hell, we went a whole year in college being on opposite sides of the world. We've had our precarious relationship moments, but we also have a huge number of happy memories together. Two contended years after we finally moved to the same city again, she starts giving me signs of dissatisfaction. Unfortunately, I'm too clueless to pick up on her covert cues. And one day, while we're relaxing in each other's arms, she says out of the blue that she loves me so much but doesn't see how I can fit into her future. She says that she's afraid that if we get married, she'll get too angry at me one day and have to leave me. She says there's no one else, but she thinks that maybe we should just be really, really good friends. I'm so stunned and distressed that I have no mind for arguing. I agree to a request for us to take a three-week break from each other. Several of the worst hours of my life later, I buckle and I ring her phone twice. She picks up the second time, not saying a word. I tell her I'm panicking. She tells me to take that energy and put it into something productive. Okay, I manage to admit, bye. Acting on the advice of a good friend and a remarkably concordant interweb, I haven't contacted her since. It took only a horrible day or two after having my true love mentality shattered by r slash the red pill, which I now eschew, to realize I'd become a terrible boyfriend, haven't taken her completely for granted. Yes, she made mistakes too, like plotting about how she'd break with me instead of communicating with me directly, but I think my transgressions were worse. After two weeks of torturously unceasing thought and research about the matter, I've taken active steps to become a better man. I started exercising nearly every day. I cut out the video games and porn almost reflexively. I made time to see friends. I began examining whether I was making the most of my career. Most importantly, I'm increasingly confident and ready to identify and act on my desires rather than wait for good things to happen to me. It is hard, of course, to claim success when it's only been two weeks and when I'm probably still subconsciously motivated to get her back. I blocked her on Facebook, signed her off on my Netflix, and hid everything physical from my site that reminded me of her. But even so, she's on my mind so much. The fact that we are simply on a break prevents me from moving on completely. Still, now that I consider myself an increasingly functional adult and not a passive emotional parasite, I feel I'm ready to resume the relationship if she is. 
She's an incredible woman and I believe that we have an incredible relationship now if she's willing to give it a chance. My gut tells me to take action to demonstrate that I'm not the wait around type I used to be. I don't want to give her the impression that I'm reliant on her the way I used to be by making some sort of unilateral romantic gesture. To satisfy both these urges, I plan to wait until time's up for any contact, but have us meet on my terms, not hers, and to demonstrate the changes I've made in my life, through my manner and not with an upfront speech, unless she asks me about my thoughts directly. In terms of getting back together, well, since she did the cutting, I think she needs to do the sewing, if it's to be done. And I'm only going to let her back into my life if she's willing to accept that she needs to communicate more effectively with me in the future. If things don't pan out the way I'd like them to, then I'm handing her a bag with everything she's given me over the years and moving on. No friendship, no nothing. Feel free to comment on my approach and what you think of the way I've handled things so far. In that moment where you're together and she says she doesn't see how you can fit into her future and that there's no one else and all this sort of stuff and she get too angry at you one day and have to leave you. My question would be, why? What's the issue with our relationship? Why do you think, why are you thinking this way about me? What have I done? Otherwise, I think I'd find myself torturing myself over that three weeks about why. Am I going back into this relationship and I'm going to be doing the same things again? Are we just incompatible? What is the reason? And whilst I don't think, you know, the self-improvement thing you went through was right to be doing it for her benefit, I think you should have been doing it for yourself more than anything. And I'm not playing that down. I think self-improvement is always a fantastic thing. Is it actually going to fix anything with this relationship? You still don't know the true reason why this break happened to begin with. You still don't have that reason why. I think if I found myself in OP shoes in that particular situation, I think I would feel that relationship is gone. That's the way it felt to me. Especially with the words she said, you know, she can't see a future with you. One day she get angry with you, etc. I just, that would be it for me, I think. But Goat is my co-pilot says, I basically agree that since she wanted the break, she should reach out. I would conduct my life as if the relationship was over. Either she will use this break as a means of fading away or ask to meet in order to formally break up. Strong Like Bull says, just because she wanted a break doesn't make you a loser. It's easy to take this rejection personally, but the fact is, people change and grow a lot in their late teens to mid-twenties. Just try talking to her about what changed so you can learn from it and move on if that's what you want. A deleted user says, looks to me that you have things well in hand. Personally, I'd say if she does want back after three weeks and I'm given a 25% chance of that happening, you should tell her that you need another month or so. This is not to be a prick, but to give yourself the time to turn the efforts that you've made at improving yourself, really take hold and turn these into positive habits. It will also give you a lot more perspective regarding your relationship and why you fell into some of your negative behaviors. Good luck. So then OP went on to update the post, which says, Hey again, Redditos, going to write everything I feel like writing about this thing. That way, anyone who's interested can know all the juicy details and I get an opportunity to formulate what's happened for myself. Don't worry, there's a TLDR down there somewhere. Here, have some melodramatic section headers too. Act 1, the prelude. So, my one remaining week ended, as they do. I finished it off with a weekend trip out of town to visit family, run a 10k. It helped a lot, but the agony of uncertainty still hung over me like a personal cloud. 
When will she text me? What if she doesn't? Am I really ready to talk to her? And a thousand other questions. She ended up wasting no time and texted me on the morning of the first work day of the week, along the lines of, Hi, hope you had a great weekend. Want to meet on Saturday? A smiley face at the end and the promptness, it got me damn excited. I quickly realized that the positivity of this text meant one of two things. One, she was all pumped up about getting back together. Unlikely. Two, she was excited for this new chapter of friendship in our lives. More than likely. I text back a time and place and she agreed with the same suspicious enthusiasm. Well, I was certainly a sap while we were dating, but I'd educated myself enough in the last few weeks to know that being friends with your ex does not lead to good things unless you are both well and truly over each other, particularly not for the dumb pee. So my game plan for the conversation became, no to friendship, qualified yes to dating again. I thought about various avenues of conversation that could come up, but tried to simply formulate my thoughts rather than come up with specific things to say. I'm prone to stop listening if I feel like I have a witticism to insert. The time came. I got myself looking sharp, new clothes, well-groomed, confidence on my mind from a workout beforehand. We met and Sienna's smile lifted the weight of despair right off my chest. She said it was great to see me again. The elation didn't last too long, of course. We talked casually about the things we'd done in the last three weeks and the knowledge that I'd been purposely excluded from what she'd been up to brought the hurt right back again. All of a sudden, she was into EDM, my favorite genre, and was making plans to go to concerts and festivals. And all she wanted to do before was drag me to ballets and concertos. I remained stoic. No pathetic weeping this time. Act 2. Passion. The first thing she did when we sat down to start talking about next steps was to ask me what I thought. I may have done the wrong thing here by diving right into the past. Asking her when she had started thinking of breaking up and whether she had tried telling me directly what was wrong. I felt it was necessary to ask those questions to address the communication gap between us, but she was already on the verge of tears by the time she explained to me that it had been a few months, that she'd been waiting for the time when I had myself most together, and that it was just the way she did things to make her mind up on things and act on them. Okay. Well, then she turned to me and said again that she'd been talking for a while, so what? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com you think and even though i've been planning to pursue her on this point of better communication and let her approach the make or break my emotions and my needs started fucking me good at this point i responded with something like i want to try again to make this work 
I feel like I saw something click in her head at that moment. She turned away. Fuck. I don't remember everything that was said as our conversation lasted over an hour, but what unraveled was that she hadn't fundamentally changed her mind during the break. Apart from realizing that we were very compatible, she didn't want to keep our old relationship even so. I told her that our old relationship was dead, but that we could start a new one, that I'd worked on myself and that I'd lived a healthier life now. She said she was so proud and happy that I'd done that for myself, but that she didn't want a new relationship either. I sensed the friendship trap closing and told her outright we couldn't be friends. That made her freeze in her tracks. You have a binary choice to make. I told her to be with me completely or without me completely, and she responded through tears that she'd rather be without me. Well then. As the dust settled, she gave me a handwritten excerpt from a poem indicating that our relationship was stronger from the adversity we'd gone through. This threw me off, and when I parted from her shortly after, striding away without looking back, it gnawed upon my mind. Did she come into this expecting me to whisk her off her feet, to tell her I'd never let her go like that again and treasure her forever? I knew that chasing her went against what I'd learned, but I also felt like I didn't have much to lose at this point, and that if I didn't chase her, I could regret terribly not knowing what would have happened. So I called her, asked her where she was, and ran to meet her again. Those movie romances, man. Like, fuck with you. I found her and grasped her and told her I loved her and tried to kiss her. Yes, please cringe. And as you would expect, she wasn't all, oh, I hadn't realized how much you love me, now I love you again. She was more like, uh, okay, so I have to explain myself all over again to you. It was good though, because this time she made it very clear what she was thinking. Not in a cruel way, but in a way that I could understand. She said repeatedly that she wasn't ready for a new relationship right now, with anyone. She reiterated that she would rather risk me never talking to her again for the rest of our lives than to start a new relationship with me when she wasn't 100% ready. And despite my protest, she said she would leave it to me when I wanted to see her again. I said of chasing her down. This was a mistake. She said, no, I really appreciate it. Yes. Present me interjects. That ego boost from knowing for sure that you're still the one in control is nice, isn't it? She was really torn up though. I have never seen her that unhappy. We parted ways again. And this time, we really parted. Act 3. Progress. I do see now that I was only partially ready for the conversation. I'd improved my lifestyle, but I was still too driven by my fear of being alone. Still, even as mediocre as I performed, I think it was better to get some finality from it than to postpone the thing or to not meet at all. And I don't even much regret chasing her because it helped me really clarify what she thought. Helped me to realize that she'd stopped loving me romantically before we'd even broken up, despite still loving me platonically. As I thought about it more the last few days, I came to realize that I've been blinded by the superficial qualities of this woman. She has so many it would have been impossible not to be if she hadn't forced me away. She's attractive enough to have been approached on the street for modeling gigs. She's heiress level wealthy. She's very articulate and on her way to becoming a world-class scholar. And the sex was fucking amazing. Back when she was willing to do it, she could tie a knot with a cherry stem in her mouth. Too much info dude and she wasn't a fan of condoms she spoiled me for so long planned vacations for us to the midwest to the caribbean to east asia wrote me long ass love letters while we were long distance got all my friends together for a surprise birthday celebration when she didn't even know most of them i reciprocated about 10 percent tops 
I'd never known anything else and I had no foresight, so I took this all for granted. But oh, there were cons. She has class but is terrible at establishing rapport. I'd introduce her to my friends and she'd clam right up, mute and distance as the Statue of Liberty. As a result, I felt obligated to abandon my independent social life to spend time with her and her friends, which wasn't healthy, as I'm finding now rather acutely. She hid our relationship from a dysfunctional family for the whole eight fucking years because we had such a good thing going. I don't want to get them involved. I always felt like I never knew important part of her because of that, as well as the fact that she's Christian and I'm not. But most of all, I'm realizing that our relationship was inherently unequal. At one point around year four, when the cracks in our relationship were starting to show, I asked why she loved me. She responded simply with the children's book, Corduroy in which a lovingly naive teddy bear is purchased and sewn up by a little girl. If only I'd been handed the cautionary tale of what happens to Corduroy when the girl grows up. Even if she didn't consciously intend to, I feel like my ex used me as an emotional crutch to get through college. She admitted she started planning the breakup right after her master's graduation, plying me with gifts to keep me around until the time arose to find actual marriage material. And so... While I struggle a bit to keep my head afloat in a sea of regrets about how I could have fixed the relationship, feeling like I was so close to reigniting the spark, seeing myriad friends get married who've known each other much shorter than my ex and I, among those regrets is that I didn't break up with her myself sooner. I was so frightened of losing the best thing in my life that I refused to ever examine what it was doing to me objectively. If I had, I might have realized that I was being sucked into a one-way dependency which could have only ended badly, one way or another. Even with all this said, I have to wonder if it's possible for us to get back together as a couple someday, on new and different terms. The problems we were dating may have been fixable with proper communication, and the primary reason she gave me for not trying again was that she wasn't ready for a relationship. Maybe the cracks run too deep and our shared history is now too much of a hindrance to ever permit us to succeed together. Probably too soon to say. During the hard days, I keep myself going, knowing that the only way to get back is ironically to get over her. During the good days though, well, everything is possible. Right now, I plan to first work on getting my life back in order. After a month, my apartment is still a disaster. And secondly, to try and be around people who have theirs together already organize myself fun things to do with friends even though planning stresses the hell out of me to work on developing my career into what i want it to be rather than what i happen to fall into once i'm confident with the life i lead to get back into the dating world and see what other women are like once i get particularly confident perhaps i can test the waters with my ex again but i'm not making any plans now to do so and i'm not contacting her or responding to her with more than a polite curt response if she contacts me until i reach that point i welcome your thoughts even those telling me what a dope i am (laughs) i do have one specific ask advice about she pleaded me not to return things she's given me over the years because i want us to be able to look back when we're old and see how much we loved each other but it's a fucking large bag of stuff i've got and i don't know if i ever want to look at it again if current circumstances prevail even though an extreme amount of love and care went into its contents Should I return it to her anyway, destroy it, shove it in the furthest recess of my apartment? I don't care so much about what she wants, but I'm not sure what's best for me. Update. Thanks for the responses all. I think I'll send the stuff to her in the mail that no one else would want and the rest give away. 
I was considering dropping it by her doorstep, but going back in her building would probably bring back too many unwanted memories itself. Not to mention, I'd risk looking like a stalker. Holy moly, what a tale that was. And a tale that I'm going to turn straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Support and time always means the absolute world to me, so thank you so much for being involved. Thank you, thank you. I'll see you soon. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.